On the sixth day of Bruce, Miss my Bruno gave to me six Bruno Nuggets, five barefoot Brunos, four billboard hits, three secret tabs, two dumb cartoons, and a die-hard battery. Broadcasting live from inside the power band, this is the Many Days of Bruce-mas coming to you from our underground bunker, deep, deep underground on the island of Valverde. This is The Blah. I'm your host, Mulvey Claus, along with my two wonderful companions, Jar Kringle. Hey, hey. And Orange Sassy Santa. Welcome, folks. Howdy. On this particular day of Brucemas... We're going to be talking about something that's very near and dear to our heart, as all of you well know, and that would be Nuggets. We're dedicating an entire mini-sode to Nuggets about Bruce Willis. I'm excited. How about you guys? Totally. Uh, again, I recuse myself from the Nuggets section. <laughs> so that means it's just me and Chad. That's it. You should start us off then, Benny. I should force it. Start us off with the Idaho one. Okay. Hey, uh... You know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis purchased most of an Idaho town. <laughs> I definitely didn't know that. That is really weird. Willis started investing in Idaho real estate in 1988 after acquiring a property in Malibu, California. Over the following decades, he began to buy up large sections of Haley, Idaho, and the surrounding area south of Sun Valley. His investment projects in the town include the creation of office spaces a restaurant, nightclub, and a movie theater. He added Soldier Mountain, a ski resort, to his portfolio in 1996. He then donated it to a non-profit in 2012. Willis has also championed environmental issues in Idaho, such as addressing nuclear waste in the Snake River Plain Aquifer. Those are the words they used. No, not mine. <laughs> Thank you, Sly. Thank you, Sly. Always great to when Sly pops in for a show, and it's extra special when it's Bruce Miss. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't notice, but uh, Bruno invented Gumby. Hey, <laughs> that was the best <laughs> fucking thing ever, man. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't notice, but uh, I was the guy that invented Gumby. Get out. I did that. I invented Get out. I, I got scooped. We had some problems with the. Uh, my wife and I basically created it. Did he get into this Idaho thing? This is so not what we need to talk about. This is just more. I like how you already ejected. <laughs> it's, I know. I'm sorry. It's a gripe of Kev. Everybody Kev's thing, man. Everybody gripes of Kev. Whatever. I just, I, I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that article is kind of, or that paragraph there is sort of anemic <laughs> in mm. terms of like. Just like every other listicle on the fucking internet. Information, really. But yeah, I guess the nuclear waste uh, segment of that little paragraph segues into a nugget where one of his early jobs was a security guard in a nuclear uh, reactor facility, which I thought was kind of funny. Wow. It's a sidecar nugget to your nugget. You know, I can't believe here I go again. Sorry. I, I, I'm on the Wikipedia page for Haley, Idaho. It says notable people and nowhere is Bruce Willis mentioned. They mentioned his ex-wife <laughs> and his daughter, but not him. I love <laughs> I love how gripes of Kev ejected out you got. That's so good. All right, I'm going to get back on track here. I'm going to turn this off. Let's have a nugget, Kev. Give us a nugget, Kev. All right. Um, That's not a nugget. Why would you even put this in here? I, I'm so, like, in the worst gripes of Kev mode right now. I can't even. 
Uh, hold on. Okay, here's a good one. I like this. Uh, when it comes to public speaking, it, it's actually a fact that in a stat that people fear speaking in front of other people more than they do actually dying. It is such a loathed thing. But for Bruce Willis, it was the opposite. He actually had a severe stutter when he was younger. And when he got up on stage and started talking to people or acting, uh, it disappeared. It's in super interesting. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess it like kind of makes sense where you have a severe stutter and then you're trying to come up with words to communicate, but in a play environment, you already have the words, so you just need to memorize them. So it's kind of an interesting way around it. Yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, like when somebody scares you to stop your hiccups. Sure. Something something along those lines, like a, a distraction technique. I don't know. I don't have a stutter, so. Yeah, yeah. It's super interesting. I can only It seems like it's guess. super common, too. Well, maybe not super common, but more common than I would have thought, I suppose. So for my round robin, for my round robin nugget, um, he was the talking dog in the Rugrats movie, Rugrats Go Wild, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, that's pretty funny. I didn't know that. Because he's obviously super well known for being Mikey and Look Who's Talking, which I think is a fantastic role. But I, I do enjoy that he is uh, in the Rugrats universe. That is pretty cool. That's very cool, actually. And certainly a better example of him in a cartoon than that fucking horrible Bruno the Kid cartoon. Yeah, that was dreadful. Jesus. Um, all right. Mr. Kringle. Uh, Jar Eagle has, has uh, recused himself from this portion of the film. <laughs> okay. Of the episode, you mean? Yeah. The episode, yes. Okay. All right. You got to stick to your guns, man. Good Lord. Yeah, for sure. Oh, this one's kind of funny. Apparently, he used the pseudonym Walter B to troll people online. <laughs> really? Yeah. Apparently, to like respond to fans who uh, he disagreed with about the Die Hard franchise. Oh, like shit talking or whatever. Right. Yeah. I think I'd probably do the same thing. To be fair, you already have, haven't you? Probably have actually. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but uh, apparently, people didn't believe it was him, so he actually organized a video chat to prove it. Okay, kind of like the Reddit proof thing. I love how, like, yeah. completely disbelieving everyone is of everything always. It would have been pretty funny to be in that chat room or chat group where he proves it. And you're like, fuck, actually it's him. There you go. Yeah, that would have been great. I wonder if there's a video out there somewhere on YouTube. Mm, maybe. Probably is. Some nerd probably recorded it. If we'd known about this years ago, it would have been a, you know, very easy way to get Bruno on the show. Yeah, exactly. We could just ask him. Whose turn is it, mine or yours, Kevin? It's mine, dude. Bruce Willis has never won an Oscar, obviously. He's also never been nominated for an Oscar, which... It's wild. It's strange. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, the Die Hard movies stick out at you. You know what I mean? But he's actually done some really pretty incredible performances, man, in some movies. And, yeah, um, no doubt. I can think of, like, four right off the top of my head. Pulp Fiction. Unbreakable or Sixth Sense. Like, those are two awesome performances. Totally. Uh, Pulp Fiction, he was great. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you guys ever saw. Are you guys Antoine Fuqua fans? He's a really great yeah. director, man. He's he did Training Day. He did the Equalizer movies with Denzel. He did Tears of the Sun, which um, starred Bruce Willis and our friend of the show Nick Chinland. I don't know if I've seen that one. I might have. Nice. I have not. Yeah, aka Tombs. Yeah, that's a really good. Uh, it's a it's a great. Um, yeah, sort of a. 
I don't really know what kind of. It's not exactly a war movie, but it's it's you know in the of that ilk. Mm. He's been in some great movies, but he's never even been nominated. Even though some of the films he's been in have been nominated for Oscars, like Twelve Monkeys, Sixth Sense, and Pulp yeah. Fiction. Twelve Monkeys, he was so good in that. And I know, right? And he, his response in an interview uh, in GQ was, "I don't really think about it too much." You don't get Oscars for playing comedy, and you don't get Oscars for shooting people. <laughs> Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. I love that response, man. Fair right, enough, bro. Go ahead, Chad. Mine. Yeah, mine. Uh, I I was really surprised to discover that he ended up covering for David Letterman one night when Letterman got like a weird eye infection or something. So other than Letterman's heart attack or whatever heart surgery, he had never taken a night called in sick and he called in sick when Bruno was meant to be the guest. And because Bruno had a history with Letterman of doing lots of gags and whatnot, he was asked to host the show. So that's super random and I really like it. And I spent some time trying to find that show and couldn't, but I'll do some more digging and see if I can find it. Mm, Nice. Yeah. It seems like that would have to be on YouTube somewhere. You would, you would think, man, I'd, I'd spend a good 15 minutes digging around, but I probably just wasn't searching for the right stuff. I would love to check that out, though. Because evidently he did a ton of uh, stupid shit on Letterman. Like, he, he definitely made a bit of a game of, of doing dumb stuff on Letterman to kind of be fun and funny and whatnot. So hmm. it's cool that he hosted. Wow. All right, uh, Mr. Kringle? This one's interesting. So apparently Mr. Willis went on a road trip to audition for Desperately Seeking Susan. You know, the Madonna movie. Okay. He didn't get the role, but apparently he found out about the Moonlighting Wedding audition when he was there in Hollywood and went in and ended up getting that role instead. Talk about lucky, hey? May I add on to your nugget, Ben, because I think it's an important piece of information. I just found that one while you were uh-huh. talking about it. Is that he was going to leave after he didn't get the audition and he decided to stay one more day. And that was the sort of synchronicity yes. of it career defining you know that he's like about to leave and he's like eh, i'll stay one more day and do this stupid tv show it's funny hey. how that kind of stuff works man it's amazing how your life can Crazy. totally change from a sliding door right gwyneth mm. very wow that was so good death dude <laughs> an intentional death you got to bring gwyneth paltrow into the mix every once in a while come on i put jade eggs in my vagina Oh my god, dude, you Goop. just died so horribly. Any Gwyneth reference is a death almost, I think. <laughs> Are there the Gwyneth deaths now? I'm totally fine with that. Chad secretly has her vagina scented candle. Does she have a vagina scented candle? That's amazing. That cannot be real. Goop sells a, a candle that says that is called This Candle Smells Like My Vagina. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm buying one. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. She has really lost her way. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, the phrasing in this article that I read, Kevin, why I didn't mention the one more day thing is it says yeah, he Sorry. decided to stay one more day to audition for Moonlighting. So it wasn't like he stayed the extra day and then found out about it. I mean, he wouldn't have found out about it. You know what I mean? I just reread it as I was saying it. And I was like, I just totally fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> but you just committed to it. Well, fuck it. Hey, you know, I mean, what do you want? We're we're reading off of computer screens right now. Mm, mm. 
It's all good. Well, that's right. This is the this is sort of the ultimate Nuggets show. I didn't say this at the beginning, but I should say it now. This is the ultimate in Nuggets experience from EBD land, folks. So we've created an entire mini-sode about the Nuggets. And we are reading them off multiple different sites. We didn't dig around for these Nuggets like we usually do. Yes, that's right. Listen to the EBD cast paraphrase articles they're reading off the internet. <laughs> a plus content, ladies and gentlemen. I think that the this particular mini-sode came about because we were digging around for random Bruno trivia to make mini-sodes of. So some of the better ones became mini-sodes, like the cartoon and the album, etc. So this is kind of more like the random stuff left behind that was kind of interesting. Ooh. And I think my favorite thing about this episode so far is anytime anyone says anything, no one responds because they're all reading on the fucking internet. <laughs> Pretty much what's happening, yeah. Sorry. Um, what was that, dude? I, I didn't catch that. I was reading on the internet. <laughs> Whose turn is it? I, I come. I go after Jardigo. You just went, I guess, or did I just go? No, you went, and Kev, Kev, fucking double deckered your your nugget by misreading your own nugget back to you. Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. This is kind of cool. I mean, there's a lot of cool ones in here, but uh, back in the '90s, before this was a big deal. Bruce, uh, which definitely way ahead of his time doing this, he lent his name, and, uh, his sorry, his voice and his likeness to the 1998 PS1 game Apocalypse, making him one of the very first actors to do such. I kind of want to pretend that that Apocalypse game was the game that was made in Grandma's Boy that never came to light, but... Oh my God. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? That was interesting. Do you want to do one It'd more be round? Also or? interesting if we stuff Bruce Willis into demonic. Yeah, dude. But instead little... of a demon clearing out meth labs, you're you're Bruce you're Bruno. Willis clearing out meth labs. <laughs> you're a barefoot Bruno cleaning out meth labs. I think that's cool. Uh, okay, moving right along. <laughs> so I saw one that was talking about his. Wait, it's my turn, dude. Didn't you just do one? Yeah, no. you just did the video game one. Yeah, you did the video. Oh, I did. Yeah, right. Duh. Wow, I'm blown out. Go ahead. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> Let's do one more round and call it a wrap then. Um, so my last one. I saw that he um, ended up doing The Sixth Sense and another movie. I think it was called The Kid because he owed Disney for blowing up another movie where he was an executive producer, I believe, in a hockey movie called The Broadway Brawler. But evidently things kind of came to a head and he ended up as an executive producer firing like almost all of the crew and then removing his own executive producer credit after they had spent $15 million of the budget. And it just kind of imploded. So I think he owed them a favor and as a result ended up doing Sixth Sense, which is one of his more noteworthy films in terms of his fame. So it's just kind of an interesting oh my God. pedigree hmm. there. Such a great performance too, man. You know, it's it's – No doubt. It's a great one. Yeah. Seems like Bruno's had a lot of like luck in his career that's sort of the result of like, uh, you know, an accident or something bad happening or, you know, just a, a whim. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. That's interesting. All right. My final. Uh, no, it's your. Is it? Hey, who's hey, I didn't go yet. Sorry. It's Kringles. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Now I'm fighting for my nuggets. Yeah. All right. Before you didn't even give a shit. <laughs>
apparently, uh, Bruno was replaced in the third Expendables movie by Harrison Ford because he uh, he wanted too much money. They offered him three million to do a three day shot, and uh, he wanted four million. He what? He turned down three million for three days. Oh, four days. Sorry. Yes. Oh, three million for geez. four days, and he wanted four million. <laughs> okay, oh see my ya. god, that's so disappointing. Yeah, that's funny. It kind of sounds that's like upsetting. one of those things, though, where he's just like, "Fuck it, I'll ask for it." They'll say yes, and then he asks for it, and they're just like, "Get fucked." Oh, it's like he, Sly was probably like, "Dude, do you see who's in this movie? Do you see how many people we have to pay all this money to?" Like. <laughs> My God, man. I mean, Christ almighty, dude. Look at the freaking movie. It's got literally every action star from like the last 20 years. More than that. 30 almost. Literally every, yeah. Norris, Schwartz, Sly. Come on, dude. It just keeps going and going and going. Mel Gibson, for Christ's sake. It sounds like that Terrence Howard anecdote from uh, Iron Man. Bungren. Where he was a uh, roadie in Iron Man 1 and then wanted so much money. It was a complete pain in the ass on set or something. And then wanted so much money for Iron Man 2. They were like, yeah, nah. We'll get somebody else. Mm-hmm. Talk about your epic mistakes, man. Right. Yeah, apparently Don Cheadle was there and he was like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, Don Cheadle was like hanging out on the set because he's buddies with like Downey Jr. or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And now Terrence Howard has gone forth to invent his own math where one times one equals two. There you go, man. Well, he went on to do that TV show that's actually pretty good. So I'm glad yeah. that, that that happened for him because he clearly wanted something, you know, with more um, kind of meat and depth to it. Fair enough. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, whining about being in a superhero movie, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's Gratitude. I can totally see how that, like, you know – the hypothetical you, you know, sits down with your agent and the agent's like, now nah, we got to play hardball. And then like you play hardball and you get booted off of a movie and you're like, what happened, man? He's like, I don't know. We'll get him next time. Just like, fuck you, bro. Yeah. Right on. Fair Ask enough. for yeah. 4 million for four days, Bruno. They can't say no. You're a star. <laughs> it's like, oh, they said no. That's true. It could have been his agent. You're right. You never know. You never know. It's a super interesting uh, nugget, though. You'd like to think it wasn't that silly, but... I would rather like to think that it was his agent and not him. Well, hey, we can make up whatever reality we want these days, man, so let's just go with that. I mean, maybe he just really didn't want to do it. That too, that too. And he was like, well, if you you give me an extra million, I'll do it, sure. But otherwise, fuck you. (laughs) Which you don't say something like that to Sly. He'll just be like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, so Bruce, you know, a lot of people don't notice, but... uh... You know, you're not the only actor from this film. And uh, four million, you go fuck yourself. Exactly, dude. (laughs) So anyway, all right. My final nugget is I'm going to do a combined nugget, two short nuggets into one. Oh, a double bank shot. Yeah, it's a double bank shot. I I think they're sort of related. What's that? It might be against the rules, but you you did bring in trick shot. uh, Trick Trick shot shot Clorto. (laughs) So I'll allow it. (laughs) All right. So, two things. Bruce Willis is not his real name. It's a stage name. And he was not even born in the U.S. He was born in Germany. Fucking no way. Because one of his parents is German. Hmm. His mom's German and his father is American. Okay? So, that's, that's the nugget on that. He was not even born here. Secondly... 
So if I would guess, he's probably a German, he's probably a dually with German-American citizenship. Secondly, uh, his stage name is a variation of his real name. His real name is actually Walter Bruce Wilson. I have spoken. That sounds... Wasn't it Walter B. Benny, your uh, troll nugget? So there yeah, you go. No, yeah, there's that's, the uh, that's where his pseudonym came from. There's the Inception uh, circle back to the beginning. There it is. It's a wrap. Love when that happens. It's a beautiful thing. Is that it? Is do I end the last round? Or are we doing another? That's round? it. I love it. Well, it's not literally it. I mean, you should probably say like, "That's it, folks. Goodbye." But you know, mm-hmm. ciao for now. Well, there you have it, folks. A ultimate collection of ultimate. Bruce Willis Nuggets for this very special Brucemas episode. I hope everybody has a delicious Barefoot Bruno in their hands and some love in their hearts. Thanks for joining us, folks, for this yet another day, yet one of the many days of... I can't get this right. Thanks again for joining us, folks, for yet another day of the many days (laughs) of Bruce Bruce Day. (laughs) Of Bruce Day. Uh, I'm your host, Mulvey Claus, saying... So long, folks, and thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Merry Christmas! It's a Christmas miracle. Stop into it.